Will you please stand as you are able for the reading of our gospel lesson this morning? Our scripture is taken from Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Tucker, thank you so very much. Thank you. That's one of my favorite songs. It's called The Summon. And I would suggest to you that Jesus Christ is constantly asking us individually and as the church of Jesus Christ, will you follow me if I but call your name? And here's the good news. Jesus is always calling our names individually and collectively as the body of Jesus Christ, known as Evangel Heights United Methodist Church. So here are several questions that I want you to reflect on today as we bring forth the word that's titled, Good Works. How does your faith reflect your relationship with Jesus Christ? How does your faith reflect your relationship with Jesus Christ? And how does your faith inform the decisions that you make. And finally, how does your occupation in the marketplace and even your occupation as a student um, bring glory and honor to God? How does your current occupation in the marketplace, in the home, as a retiree, as a student, how does that bring glory and honor to God? Let us pray. Loving and gracious Lord, our God, we give you thanks for this day. And now we pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart will be a blessing to you. Oh, Lord, you truly are our strength and you are our redeemer. And we give you thanks. Amen. So as you look around your neighborhood, your community, these United States, the world, what is your current assessment? There are people who will look around at the current state of affairs at the local level, national level, state level, international level, and ask the question, how can things change? What must happen in order for things to get better? I would suggest to you today that the gospel lesson provides us with an answer to that question, one of the answers at least. In the gospel lesson today, Jesus provides us with information that will help us to answer the question, how can things change for the better? Now, the gospel lesson or pericope, as you know, is contained within a larger body of work text that's called the Sermon on the Mount. And the evangelist has 
not only recorded sayings and teachings that Jesus offered on a particular day, but he's also infused within the Sermon on the Mount other teachings of Jesus. Jesus informs his audience that they are salt. Now, his audience are, are his disciples. He says, you are salt. He didn't say, you're going to become salt, or if you do certain things, you will be salt. No, he says, you are salt. And then he goes on to say, you are the light. Not maybe you will become the light or one day you might become the light. No, he says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, you are, verse 14, you are the light. And in verse 13, he says, you are the salt. Now notice this, notice this. He informs the audience, you and me, that we are his light, light bearers. We are the salt. Now, I don't know about you, but I've talked to individuals who have found themselves having to change their diet because of medical challenges, and they have had to remove salt from their diet. Do you know of anyone like that? Do you know how often they've complained about how poorly the food now tastes? Have you heard those comments as well? Right, yes, yes, there's some of you in this room. Right, right. So salt does bring flavor. It brings out the flavor of foods. And, and we, we do know that in the Old Testament, salt was used primarily in, uh, was, was used in other ways as well, as a covenant. It was used also um, as a reflection of other things. But Jesus says, you are the salt. You are the light of the world. Joseph G. Donders, in his book, Praying and Preaching the Sunday Gospel, reminds us that salt by itself is unbearable. Have you ever tried to eat a fourth of a teaspoon of salt? It's not good. In order for salt to really be effective, it must be mixed with, added to something else. He also states that light alone is useless. As a matter of fact, if you were to take a light and just focus on it very closely, it, it can be detrimental. No. He goes on to say that both salt and light become useful when they interact with something else. What is that something else? I would suggest to you that something else are the good works that we are called to carry out, not only as individuals, but especially as the community of faith. You see, as the community of faith, we're not to stay in our own cocoon, enjoying ourselves, our company, our relationship with one another, but as the salt of the earth and as the light of the world, we're called to go out into God's world that he loves and flavor those environments, those contexts that we find ourselves in. We're called to go out and to do the good works. Don't misunderstand me. It is great to contribute dollars 
to certain missions and ministries beyond the four walls of this congregation. That's great. But for our salt to really take on the flavor that it needs to take on, we must engage with those people who we long and desire to help because we know that they are important to Jesus Christ. On next Sunday afternoon, the South Bend clergy will be gathering via Zoom and in person along with laity to discuss how we can be the salt and the light to women and children who are part of the homeless population. Women and children who need transitional housing that will then lead to eventually stable housing and a stable environment. We're called to be the salt. We're called to be the light. Light brings about that that is in our midst. As Dunder says, light helps us to see the world around us. For too long, the church has chosen to turn away after it showed it, its light was shown on that that was unthinkable and unbearable and uncomfortable and undesirable. The church turned away. But you see, as the light, we're not only to turn onto our lights onto that that is unbearable, unthinkable, but we're also to ask the question, how can we engage in this setting to make it better? In the gospel lesson today, the evangelist reminds us that we are the light and we are the sod. As a community of faith, Evangel Heights United Methodist Church, we are to ask ourselves the question, God, where are you calling us to be the light, to bring out the flavor of your goodness? Where are you calling us to be the salt, to be the light, so that people will know that you, through Jesus Christ, are concerned about them? and the conditions that they find themselves in. Yes, we are to make things visible that others would choose to hide. We are to make visible the possibilities, the hopes that others may not see. I don't know about you, but I, I'm excited about the opportunities that we will have and that we do have as a community of faith to be the light and to be the sod. And what I also know is that you individually are being the light and you individually are being the sod. And, and I, let me just share a story with you. I did not ask for permission to share this story, so I will not give the person's name. But on this past week, as this person was going about uh, their normal activities, Activities. They found themselves in a conversation with someone, and near the end of the conversation, they, they just said these words. God has not given us a spirit of fear, 
but of power, love, and a sound mind. Can, can you imagine what impact those words had on someone who was struggling, who may have been fearful of something? Can you imagine how that salt flavored that person's life? Yes, we, we are called to be the light. We're called to be the salt. And notice how I used them interchangeably. Individually, we have to pay attention to those opportunities that will come into our lives so that we can flavor the lives of others. As, as our minister of family said through the children's moment, through our kind words, through our kind actions, how are we to flavor the world today, this afternoon? What interactions will you have with others? Yes. Notice, notice though, in, in conclusion, that, that Jesus says in verse 16, Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works. We're talking about good works, right? Not so that you can pat yourself on the back and say, look what I've done, look what we've done as a community of faith, look at us. We're the light, we're the salt. No, Jesus reminds us that the outcome of our good works is to bring glory to our Father God who is in heaven. We flavor those who are around us. We share light in those dark places, making them better so that when people see our good works, they will know that it's not about us, but that we are doing all that we are doing to bring glory and honor to God. We want to reveal the true and living God through our works. That is why, in closing, beloved, every word that we speak is to be life-giving. Every action that we carry out is to be life-giving because there are people who need, there are communities who need, there are systems that need to be influenced, flavored, and revealed by the salt that we are by the light that we are. Let us pray. Loving and gracious Lord our God, we give you thanks for this opportunity to be sought and to be light in this world through Jesus Christ. Bless us now with a sense of anticipation and excitement as we think about how you will use us collectively as the body of Christ named Evangel Heights United Methodist Church 
and individually as followers of Jesus Christ, striving more and more to be his disciples. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.